0: Ladies and gentlemen, up until now you've seen the creature perform the simple mechanics of motor activity, but for what you are about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, damen und herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues. May I now present a cultured, sophisticated, man about town. The, 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 the Sketch O Matic Show. Ah oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Yeah. Back once again. Sketchy, sketchy. <laughs> the Sketch O Matic Show podcast. Sketch O Matic. Episode 5, underway. Bye. I need to make a few mentions at the top of the show. One is my IG account, at Sketch-O-Matic, which has been my Instagram account for over a decade. 12 years at least. I created in 2009, so that's 12 years. And 12 years of memories, my mom passing, my dog passing, my uncle passing, you know, all the projects I worked on, all the uh, intros, everything that all my accomplishments wiped out in a second. (laughs) And for what reasons, you ask? I have no idea. Your guess is as good as mine. Just this past week, I went to go check my Instagram and it was fine one minute. And around 1130 p.m., suddenly I check it and it's saying your account has been suspended for 24 hours due to violation of community guidelines such and such. However, they don't list what community guidelines I violated or whatever guidelines, if any, I violated. I don't really recall what exactly it said, and I didn't take a screenshot, which I should have, because I instantly, instantly, I went right to the send security code because they let you dispute it. I hit the send code, says it could take up to one minute. It shows my phone number, which I've had since the beginning before Verizon, since it was Pactel. That's how old I am. Nothing ever comes through. No security code ever arrives. So, it says, do you want to send another? I send another. Wait another 10 minutes now. 20 minutes go by. No code. Request a new one again. Now it says you've requested too many codes. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Now I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I have no way of knowing what I did wrong. I have no way of disputing it. And I have no way of telling the rest of the people that followed me and I followed this had taken place i you know i had to go to facebook i had to go to my twitter i went to my linkedin and i post i made a post about ig suspending me i even was able to call instagram which is obviously owned by facebook you know now known as meta i was able to find an actual phone number on them so i called and it's not just facebook it's WhatsApp, it's instagram and something else i can't remember so i choose instagram Creepy female voice comes on. She almost sounds like the female version of the scream voice. Hello. Thanks for calling Instagram. Hello, Sydney. We're too busy to take your call, obviously. She didn't say that. But in essence, that's pretty much what it was. What's your favorite scary movie? Thanks for calling Instagram. We don't ever take phone calls. Uh, If you can choose from a variety of options but we urge you to go through the website help.instagram.com right we just the support site is there for a reason i get it so fast forward a few days i i get no reply i get no security code confirmation code i get there's nothing nothing to aid the old-o-matic on wh- how to reestablish my instagram account right which i had over 2000 followers which i'm very proud of it took me over 10 years to get that, and they're all legitimate followers. I didn't pay for followers. I never paid for followers. Plus, I don't have any money to pay for followers. Speaking of money, I get a lot of these DMs back to me on Twitter, uh, on comments, on Twitter, on on Facebook saying, you can hire this hacker, that hacker, this ethical hacker, this guy who's at Harvard who's a hacker. Listen, I I don't want to hire a hacker to hack into Instagram. That just seems like it's not a good look to begin with. I want Instagram to unlock my account legitimately because I didn't do anything wrong. And if I did do something wrong, then tell me what I did wrong. I think I at least have the right to know what it is I, ac- I actually violated. Or if it was just somebody trolling me and reported my account for some bogus shit and got me suspended while Instagram has to investigate. And of course, it happens right during Labor Day weekend. So there's obviously nobody in any office anywhere doing any work because everybody's on vacay, as they should be. But I'm trying to promote a podcast, which I just started. I mean, this is barely episode five. You know, let's face it. It's a little humiliating to have to recreate and start over again. It's like being forced to, you know, I never went to college, but imagine you go to college, you do four years of college, and then at the graduation, they go, Oh, we suspended your degree. You got to start over again. It feels like you put in all this work and then it just gets taken from you for exactly what reason you don't know. And I felt naked. I mean, let's face it, I'm skinny AF. If I was any more skinnier, there would be nothing left but glasses, shoes walking around and a hat. That's it. All right. This second mention I want to make before we get into today's special guest podcast, episode five. I wanted to quickly go over the new documentary on Discovery Plus that I just discovered. House of Hammer documentary series that just dropped. Oh my goodness, Army Hammer. My bet was going to involve showing up at your place and completely tying you up and incapacitating you and then being able to do whatever I wanted to do in every single hole in your body until I was done with you. Wow. This documentary is captivating and fascinating. I mean, I did I didn't move from my couch. I was there and I'm like, well, "Let's see what's on." I'm I you know, I'm still befuddled by the whole scenario of what happened with Instagram and I'm not really inspired to watch any of my normal shows. I'm not inspired to watch anything new, you know, even House of Dragon. I'm like just not feeling it. I'm still I'm am sad. I'm 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 defeated. But this this little quick promo I'm like, I'm in. I dive in, and let me tell you the first episode. Holy schmoly. I'm not going to deny the taste in women that Army Hammer has is undeniable. I mean, these, these women are breathtaking, stunningly gorgeous. And wow, just the, the rope and the bondage and the... Dominating. It's it's a lot, even for me. And I have fetishes of my own, but none of them involve rope. That's just not how I get down. I'm not saying that it's wrong for people, but it's got to be consensual. Right. I mean, that's what it comes down to, especially these days. It appears that most of this shit was not consensual per this documentary and per the the victims, per the eyewitnesses.
1: I mean, he said, I'm 100 percent a cannibal, then. I get a note that says I'm going to bite the f*** out of you.
0: It's it's absolutely fascinating, and it's on Discovery Plus, so check that out. All right, let's do this. Episode 5, kicking off with special guest from Alt 98.7, Kristen Lamone. Sketch-o-matic,
1: special guest, Kristen Lamone.
0: That's right, the sketch show. It's another scintillating episode. And I'll tell you why. I'm joined today, episode five, by none other than Kristen limone of All 98.7. And I was just talking to Stryker prior to this episode. I never really had a one-on-one sit down. So this is our first sit down as well. It really which is. Because is, I, I know you. We've talked. We've, we, Definitely. We've shot the shit a little bit. 100%. But not really know each other where we've gone out and you know got a sandwich or something yeah. like This is like our first <laughs> official sit down
1: a fun one, too. Yeah, so
0: how are you? Thank you so much for being here on the Sketch-O-Matic Show podcast. I mean, how often do you do podcasts?
1: You know, uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me and even thinking to invite me and include me and have a conversation. I really appreciate that so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I do them every once in a while whenever I'm invited on. Mm -hmm. And I always actually appreciate being on them and I always have such a fun time because I end up having such a great conversation with the person on the other end sharing the other mic too i'm just a i'm a conversationalist yeah and i just appreciate a conversation whether it's like a quick chat or a ted talk like i can go all day i could also give you a quick five minute little elevator combo all right cool have a nice day see you later nice. you know what i mean so you're
0: real uh you definitely you belong on the radio you, you summed it all <laughs> up right you bookended it and everything you just it's just missing an alt 98 7 at <laughs> yeah. the top at right. the bottom i want to get into like the Kristen lamone background okay. with you you recently got the full night show at alt 98 7 on KYSR. for those who don't know now where did you come from prior to that what, what a little bit of the radio history
1: okay we'll start at the beginning um first and foremost too i think something that a lot of people might not know about me is that i never intended on landing in radio I thought I was going to go like the medicine route, not sure specifically where, but I just really enjoyed like the thought of helping people and like being
0: in the medical field like a doctor. Being in the medical
1: field. I had no idea. I just knew that I just thought, "Oh, medicine. That's my that's I think what I want to do." Okay. Um I was a huge nerd in high school. Uh proud guilt like, you know, guilty not a shame situation. I'm a nerd too. Uh, <laughs> we're the best.
0: Nerds run shit. Man.
1: Nerds run shit. Um yeah, I had like a Stipened internship at USC's Institute for Genetic Medicine Mm. on their health science campus in East L.A. I was like the only high school student in a postdoc research laboratory running my own experiment under, of course, the supervision of a doctor. So when I fell into radio, it was a major shock to everybody, including me. Um, How did
0: that come to be, Dr. Lamone?
1: I seriously had just graduated from college. And I was the type too again that like switched my major a bunch of times because again I went in bio sci I was pre med you were set on I this was medicine set. thing I was and
0: was the parents behind it Did your parents have something to do with it Were they like Mija You got to go into For those who don't know <laughs> Kristen Lamone is a Latina yeah. woman <laughs> yes. and and we should also point out that she's a very beautiful Latina woman Oh thank you and a very powerful <laughs> Latina woman uh, Mexican correct Yes Mexican hundred percent same here Yeah I, I have a little bit of Italian in me that I think just,
1: I do too Yeah on my dad's mom's side Yeah
0: I, don't, I my dad's side my grandma's grandfather on my dad's side like okay. was was italian he came over from italy and i think that's why people tell me like oh i see the italian in you i go how and you go when you go
1: <laughs> the face yeah the it's like i'm, I'm, I'm the scrunching head.
0: the i'm doing the robert de niro face <laughs> yeah.
1: i know Dude, exactly which one you're talking about
0: yeah yeah, yeah. No. you got a gift my friend uh you're set on medicine you're going into medicine you go to u USC? UC, davis. uc davis uc davis i'm sorry davis. and then you're studying. You, you you did well, I assume. Not for me. No, no. you didn't do did, good. It's did, hard. Did terrible.
1: terrible. And mind you, I have always been a pretty excellent student. I was also the type that had to work really hard for my grades because I knew a lot of people that were just naturally smart. In fact, my middle brother is one of those humans that can look at something one time and be like, yeah, I got it. And I'm not like that. Like, I have to look at it a hundred times, take notes, study it, practice it, and then I right. can get it. So like I said, I was always, I was a really good student. I don't know that I was good at school, but I was a really good student. I got really good grades. I worked really hard for that. And so I was willing and ready to put in the work to become a doctor. And I, you know, and I had pretty good grades too, just like, just for backstory as to why it was like a big sign for me that no, this is not the route. Um, I was used to getting A's, couple B's, you know? So when I was in my first quarter at UC Davis doing all these kind of like gen ed, medical type like chemistries and bio and all that stuff it was just a major uh shock and a good portion of it i had already studied but there was a lot that i didn't know that was unfamiliar i was also used to coming from a classroom of like Thirteen or twenty girls to auditoriums. Was it
0: you went to boys and girls? I'm sorry, female male. I went college, to an right? all girls Co-ed, high school. Oh, you went to all girls yes. high school. See, this is where. Okay, so now I have to <laughs> sidetrack a little yes. bit. Okay, as we, uh, it's very fascinating about you wanting to go into medicine prior to radio. I want to get into what sparked the radio dive, but before that, since you said. You went to an all girls high school. Mm-hmm. I told you this the other day off off podcast yes. air. That like <laughs> she reminds me, you have to know Kristen Lamone, I don't know what it was, but one day it just hit me where I was I was looking at your Instagram, right? And I was like she reminds me of a perfect combination of that movie Almost Famous okay. and Facts of Life. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's not that you look like anybody on right, Facts of Life. Right. You, it's not like I can go, oh, you'd be so and so. You know, you'd be Joey or Joe or whatever her name. You know, the girl Joe. Yeah. It's none of them. Kimber like You just, it's like something about you just, it just cries out facts of life to me. (laughs) I don't know what it is.
1: I love that. Is that
0: bizarre? Have you ever gotten that before? I have
1: never gotten that in my entire life. I've only got, and you know what's interesting and what I like about that is that you compared me to like whole show and everything that it's, you it's know, just whole, as a whole
0: entity. It's yes. not anybody in particular. It's just the facts of life as a, as a series. Yes. And if they rebooted facts of life, I'm right you, You'd be in it. You'd <laughs> yeah. have to be in it because yeah. they'd have to have a Latina in it. They this have time, to. You know we need I mean? representation. Be, yes. <laughs> and then, and of course, almost famous because of the, I think the sunglasses you wore in some of your posts.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. They're like vibes.
0: They're very almost famous looking. Yeah. So it's a combination. You have like a whole <laughs> thing going. It's a whole brand.
1: I like. It. I yeah, like yeah. it. Um, but also, to, to kind of uh, address what you had mentioned, was there encouragement from the parents? There was. From my mom, like she always was like, oh yeah, yeah, medicine. She was very encouraging. Of course. And my dad was very like, if it's what you want to do, do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it like, makes that you was, happy. Right. That was That's his very whole nice. thing. Um, so, of course, in college, when I was like struggling with my grades, I was like, I can't, this is not for me, guys. And my dad was like, okay, what do you want to do? My mom, of course, h- had a little panic moment like, well, wh- what do you mean? What do you mean it's not what you don't do? You know, your
0: parents are still married?
1: No, they're not married anymore.
0: No. At were the they time, married they were. at the time, okay, Yes, okay. they were married
1: at the time. My dad was very like, well, try other things out. Figure mm-hmm. it out. You're not gonna, you know, know what you want to do sitting there twiddling your take thumbs. a risk. And so my mom was like, "Okay, but like, make sure it's something you can use," you know. So I get where they were both coming from, especially right. like my mom, you know, like that's good. She was you have both strong. on
0: your in your life, though. Yeah, very rare these days. You very especially rare. in the uh, Latino community. It seems <laughs> like it here in Los Angeles. <laughs> so myself and cl- Myself. My yeah. dad took off when I was 16, so there was really no. Well, you should try it out. Yeah, and I'm like. Well, I didn't hear any of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom kind of had to play both roles.
1: Oh, trust me. I I well, one shout out to your mom. Yeah. And secondly, I definitely had a ton of uphill battles, especially yeah. when I first started radio and the, and I really fell into it. Like so let's fast forward let's, 4 let's years of Davis. That. I switched to a film studies oh, major film and then a double minor in Spanish and Chicano studies. And so I didn't know exactly what I could do with it, but I knew that I enjoyed it. And I was like, well, I'll figure something out. And I come home, I graduate, I live my best life that summer after graduation, and then I blow all my graduation money. I'm like, all right, it's time to actually like start applying and get a job. What do did you blow it on? Thing. I want to know. Literally just every, like just living, <laughs> did going you go partying out, and
0: stuff, right? going
1: out, going to, you know, breakfast, going yeah. to lunch with the girls, you know, mimosas. Or, yeah. Bottomless mimosas. I spent probably a good amount of it over at the shortstop in Echo Park and, you know, <laughs> the gold room. They yeah. had those like a shot and a beer and tacos for five bucks. They combos <laughs>
0: I hear you. Okay. So, so, so you do all that. Now you're you blow all the money. I well, you, you not money. blow all the money, but you you live yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lived.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I uh celebrated a whole summer as you shall. And I just was like, okay, let me start applying. I must have applied to man, just countless different film companies, mm-hmm. you know, TV companies. So, you're, you're done with
0: medicine at this point. Oh, fully now done. you're just like, then I'm going to go into film. Yeah. And And did you try to make anything? I
1: didn't even know that it was film. I just had always been drawn to entertainment. Yeah, yeah, like media industry. Yeah. Right, right. And I always gravitated towards film. I've always like had a deep appreciation for them even since I was a kid. And you know, if there was a shot in the water, I was like, how did they get that shot? Right. So there was a lot of things that intrigued and like you know, pe- like my interest was just really there. Mm-hmm. And so again, I just did film studies, you know, I was like, I don't know, maybe I teach it. Maybe I, I'm a film studies professor. Who knows, you know? I really thrived in those types of classes, picking things apart. Um, I knew I probably wasn't going to be the type to make a movie because I lack patience and I, I would rather just study it. Um, that's where I felt like I really thrived. I knew, I was already, I was way done with being a doctor or going into the medical no field. No more Dr. Lamone. No Which more Which would have been a sick
0: name if you think about would've it. Would have been. It still can Dr. Be. Lamone. <laughs> you
1: hey doc after applying to a zillion places
0: didn't work out
1: didn't work out okay and... now it brings
0: me to this what was the initial bite from radio that was like oh i should try this what where did that happen and how who started it how did it set into motion
1: it was the only industry that called me back after really? applying.
0: Okay, you applied to a radio station. I applied
1: station. to a radio station. Which radio station? It was one Amp Radio, which oh, yeah. is now a news station, yes. but back then it was a top 40 station. Uh, and
0: before that, it was uh, FM Talk. Yes, yes, it was. And that's where Conway was at, mm-hmm. Tim Conway Jr. And- yes, yes. Tom Likas, I don't know if you remember him. I,
1: that's name is very yeah, familiar yeah. to me. Um, you're anyway, young. you're really young. Yeah. <laughs> so they call me back. They call me for a phone interview, and they totally catch me off guard. And I'm like, Oh my god, yes, yes, I listen to the station. Cool. We have and a chat. And you've never done anything
0: in radio ever Nev- before. Zero what year experience. Is
1: this? this is 2010. What? This is end of 2010. Um, I had
0: already put in 10 million hours of radio work. I- <laughs> when
1: it comes to the radio world, people, I think I have a good amount under my belt. Oh, you do and then now. I talk to everybody. Else, and they have decades. I on mean, me.
0: it's it's true, but you know what? You there's this thing is that like you're a natural. Like even the way when you first came in here, as soon as we started getting into the podcast, you know, you you were like doing a break, and there's no music. To, there's no post to hit, but I can tell like that's how conditioned you are. Yeah. Like everything's like the the energy's boom 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 boom. It's almost like all I got to do is just have like that three eleven song yeah. up, and you just hit the post, and I'm yeah. just like, man, I my job is done. But so you you get called back from from amp radio yes amp radio set you up with a position what what did you apply for? I was what a position? phone screener so ah, I was the phone I started operator. there too yep
1: and I started at they they had me do every shift but my first shift ever was for the night shift and it was seven to midnight and that it was that first shift that I was like I can freaking do this forever like, like this like shit the phone is fine thing. yeah well radio in radio general. in general I right. knew it, it wanted was to- so
0: like it's like your eyes were open wide huh it's
1: wild right? I just couldn't believe that I I could get paid for doing a job that I actually enjoy. Right, for
0: like m- listening to music and talking to people yes. about. So you're at Amp Radio yeah. and your phone screening for who's on the air. Is it that guy it's McCabe. McCabe? So yeah, yes. which I'm
1: still very good friends yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Love Casey McCabe. Yeah, I know Casey. Um, I don't know
0: him. I just know the name. Yeah. yeah.
1: We started um so I actually got the calls and everything end of 2010 and then I was able to start in January 2011. Mm-hmm. Um that was the first show shift I ever phone opted for. Great time. Did the other ones And like immediately they were like, hey, do you like this shift? Do you want to stay with us? And I was like, yeah, 1000%. They hired you, hired you. And they, yeah, I was, I mean, I was hired. They were just trying to figure out where to place me. Right. And so they snagged me up. I did nights for two weeks. And then I got an email saying next week you're doing mornings till further notice. Like answer screen. Answering phone calls.
0: Did any of, did McKay put you on the air at all? Like, you know, sometimes they put the phone screen. I
1: did not um, because I was so fresh and so new, but. Did you want to? I did. You I did, did huh? want to because I saw him put his other phone up on and I was right. like, I could do better than down. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I could do that too. Right. Right. Um, but. That's so adorable. When I did mornings, which was totally just like, again, another thing that was like, I really just fell into it. Let
0: me ask you, how old were you when you got hired?
1: I was 22. Oh, yeah. Great yeah. number. Yeah. Great
0: number 22. Yeah. It's just like you're you're now really into the adulthood uh-huh. of being past 21. You can buy booze now, right. but legally. but like, it's different when you get to 22. And isn't it weird how you felt like you kind of knew everything then? I, right? Did you, were you one of those? I mean, not that you were like cocky, but it. I kind of felt like I had it all figured out when I was 22. That
1: was me at 18. Yeah. At 18, mm. I was like thought I was like y'all don't know shit right? like you're not studying what I'm studying like right. I know all of and this you, did know blah, 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 blah. you were
0: studying medicine yeah. that's that's a whole different <laughs> no uh, echelon of knowing shit yeah
1: I was like are you doing BRDU standing <laughs> after school and before homework I don't think so I like the nails
0: see that the hand I wish, oh. you, I wish you listening now could see the hand gestures Lamone's giving because she has these very fantastic nails on and they're always up to par always Oh, thank you right thank but you. It's, it's the motions that girls that women do when they're they're you know expressing it's either the clapping clapper. are you a clapper i'm a
1: clapper you could ask booker who you know i talk with my hands constantly
0: i talk with my arms and i am trying to slow down with that obviously i am not doing any arm movements now
1: good for you but i'll tell you when i was
0: on tim conway jr when i I, so i did my first interview with tim conway jr we're gonna get right back to but i want to quickly just get into the arm movements thing (laughs) i went back to watch The video that Sharon Bellio took of me interviewing Tim Conway Jr. on his show live on KFI, the amount of arm movements (laughs) that was taking place—it shot to me and it looked like I was directing an airplane, right? And and then they shoot to Tim and he's just sitting there still as a statue. Ding dong! And I'm just like, I look and I'm like, it looks like I'm like my dad is letting me play radio. You know, it just was—it
1: was terrible. I look terrible. At least you had a good like actual job to come. Compare it to True. with the airport. You right. know what mine hands look like. You know when you're passing a car dealership and you see those big balloon oh, guys that are flopping all That's what my body looks over. like, though. My that's body is
0: that. I'm I'm, a, I'm literally a Mr. Inflatable <laughs> yeah. Man.
1: Just, Sail here. I'm like a giraffe <laughs>
0: yeah. mixed with that. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. It's bizarre. I'm. It's it's disturbing. Uh, but yeah, your nails are fantastic, and I love the hand gestures. <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is. There's something about that that really is. It's an it's aesthetically enticing.
1: I guess it's a Latina thing too, because I is. feel like every woman my family does that they're always like right dude throwing yeah, up the hands yeah. and i'm like all right yeah i guess i was the almost thing. about to slap you <laughs>
0: yeah. um, yes. now as far as at but go back to amp now so now we're doing mornings yeah. we're, we're on we're screening mornings uh, for carson, carson daily right
1: yeah mornings with carson daily fantastic human. I literally cannot say enough good things about Carson. High. Went to Santa Monica High. Even went to LMU for a hot second on a, a golf scholarship. I think he was on the golf team. What? From what I remember. Yeah. Um, I can see
0: Carson as like a pro golfer. Oh, though. he
1: loves golf. Yeah. He has a golf podcast with Warrior McElroy. The, the
0: name. Oh, he does. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> but the name sounds like if you didn't uh, associate Carson Daly with the host celebrity, mm-hmm. it could be like all right, now Tiger Woods uh, going against Carson Daly <laughs> yeah. on the fifth hole.
1: Exactly. I'll
0: put five from Carson. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds so... It I just works. I just wanted to do that it voice. Just works.
1: Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> Good job, too. Thank you. I'll be here until um, they fire me. <laughs> oh, no, but he was he was so, so great. He was the first person to ever put me on the air, which is something that I will never let him forget. And <laughs> you do you know, have like,
0: that that air check?
1: I have it on like my brother's old Mac, and I think it, we would trying to listen to it but the loading took forever so knock on what it is still there but what ended up happening is at the time AMP was still very new yeah. and their slogan was make the switch I
0: remember that and
1: we would have what was called switch parties which is basically a party at a venue here in LA and we'd have one of the artists that we played at the station perform small set but super super fun very creative and I had been to a bunch of them and there was this one specifically on a Friday and I was like dude I can't I have got no energy I've worked 6am to like 2 or 3 p.m. every day this week. I'm exhausted. I don't want to go and have to Suck put a face up. on. Well, that's what they told <laughs> yeah, me. That's what they told me. They're yeah. like, you can't not come. You have to come. And I was like, oh, I just, I don't know. Drink They're a like, Red Bull. Yeah, and I was like, okay. They finally twisted mine and my other co-worker's arm. We're like, okay, you know what? We'll meet here. We'll go. We'll have like a drink or two, and then we'll shady dip. Mm. And so that was our shady plan. Dip. Yeah, like shady dip. And so we get to this venue. It's in WeHo, which This was my first time also going out in WeHo, and every single bartender has a weight at the end of their wrist because the pores are the heaviest I've ever had. I ordered a tequila pineapple; it was all tequila and like one splash, the tiniest drop of pineapple. Yeah, exactly. That's all it was. (laughs) And so, anyway. They snag us, you know, the, our other co-workers are like, oh, get them VIP wristbands, come in this VIP area. And we're like, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And then they're like, here's some drink tickets. Here's get some free drinks. We're like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So it was one of those experiences mm. where we really got like all the perks of this one party. Were you like
0: just completely ripped?
1: Towards the end of the night. Yes. Yeah. In the beginning, I was very excited, blah, blah, blah. And then apparently, so... There's there's gray areas which my coworkers were nice enough to fill in for like me. Like you blacked out. Um, there's stuff that there's a lot of stuff that I remember, but I also fell asleep because that's how tired I was. Oh, yeah, I fell that's didn't like drop passing a, out. Yeah, right, on right. a sofa in yeah. the VIP area. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean that's some of the best sleep though is on sofas.
1: Uh, I mean I didn't complain <sighs> and <you're> right. <laughs> yeah so anyway it was quite the night. And um, I was like, I Linda Blair'd all over oh my, my coworker's backseat of his car. <laughs> Shout out to his girlfriend who helped me get in and out of there.
0: Shout out to Linda Blair.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Linda Blair.
0: I, I interviewed her once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not for the pod. This is like back in my yeah. Power 106 days. Okay. But I was talking about her not too long ago because oh my of the, gosh. I just just the name. Nobody really ever compares a Linda Blair moment. <laughs> Yo, I, I had Linda Blair. <laughs> yeah. That's genius.
1: I had that moment. Really? It so was how did not that turn, And this is
0: this ultimately leads
1: This leads to me being on oh the my air. God.
0: So because of that
1: because of the whole night. I was there, I was dancing, oh. I like I was and mind you I was wearing flat shoes. I apparently fell twice, but didn't Drop an ounce of my drink, and that's That's what I got. Apparently, we're not about wasting anything, not even plastic bags. You can
0: literally, (laughs) I used to be the same way. I don't drink anymore, but I would. I remember I'd trip and fall, but I would never spill.
1: That's a detail that everybody kept harping on. They're like, no. Lamone, you, it was so impressive. You would fall so gracefully yeah. and you had like a full drink. Yeah. Nothing spilled. It's like a ballerina. <laughs> I guess. A very non graceful drunk ballerina. <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: um. So, so this whole moment, this whole moment, it snowballs into you getting onto the air with Carson.
1: Yeah. So the coworker whose car I threw up in <laughs> hit him up and he was like, your phone op really partied on Friday. And he was like, what do you mean at the switch party? And he was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. gave him like the, you know, the, the breakdown of what happened. And he was like, we're talking about this on Monday. So we go on, we talk about the whole thing. We all laugh and I'm also learning stuff. They're like, you made out with a gay stripper. And I'm like, what? Oh, oh my God, I don't
0: remember awesome. that. And I want so, footage. I'm going to dig for footage of that. Good luck. I'm Share it with me kidding. if you
1: find just, it because I'm interested too. Uh, wow. Anyway, we we talk and it was great. Every, I mean, it just felt so natural. And yeah. I mean, and that's You mean also making
0: like, out with the gay stripper? No, I'm-
1: <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but I mean also that's a testament I think to Carson who he is as a talent and totally. as a personality you know he just is so good at making you feel so comfortable Right. 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 so I feel like that had a lot to do with my ability to just like
0: and Carson Talk. didn't see any of this in person, no, right? No, he, he was, wasn't there. He's a family dude. He but was, was he at, at the event? Kids. No, okay. he wasn't even there. He okay. was, you
1: know, he's very, very big on family, right? And he would come to some events, um, but he was just—he like, wasn't
0: at that particular. Uh, he wasn't party. at that particular right, one, right, 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 yeah. Right.
1: And so, anyway, after that, our producer had come to me, and she was like, "Hey, you sounded really great. Carson really loves the way that you sound on the air. So let's—we'll um, see if we can do this some more." Wow! And so at that point, I was just like, "Hell yes!" I knew I could do this. Like, did you? Start I'm getting down. hit up from like your friend oh my god i heard you on the radio yes girl. i did and that was wild to me because um damn you get fucked up yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> they're like sounds like Lamone, and i'm like yeah. wow thanks guys wow
0: <laughs> Do, does any of your family did any of your family work in radio None. or tv or media None. nothing zero
1: i knew zero wow. people in this industry and in fact it's funny that you say that because i remember. um when I was in my first year, probably in radio, and I was being trained uh, to also be a board op. And the guy who trained me, who is also still a good friend to this day, he was like, So, who do you know here? Mm. And I was like, What do you mean? I was like, I know you. And he's like, No, no, no. Like, before getting here, who did you know here? Nobody. And I was like, Nobody.
0: <laughs> I Nobody got called back baby, on a whim. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a fascinating story, intriguing, that you go from medicine to film and you switch majors, you graduate. And let me also back it up with a two-parter to this question. If you would have never gotten into radio, Miss Limone, mm-hmm. what career path do you think you would have chosen?
1: Um, I think I would have eventually found my way here. If I didn't, if I went the film route... I think I would have probably gone the route of being like a film studies professor Mm. because I do, like I said, like earlier, I do really enjoy and appreciate films on a deep level.
0: Do you have a certain specific director? that you're all about?
1: Ooh, I have a few. Um, I love Quentin Tarantino. Mm. His passion and fascination with film is really, um, I would say even unmatched.
0: Do you think he's going to stop making movies?
1: I don't know. I don't think anybody knows that answer. Not even him. I think if something is kind of, Lives with him for a while, and he feels that inkling to do it, even though he said, "Well, once upon a time, time in Hollywood is going to be the do, last that's one." What I was going to say. I think that if he's something comes to him, it's got to be good. Yeah. It's got to be like you know him, like he's got to be in full control. You know, goes. And I also love his soundtracks. He's got. Oh, like, I love the, the way he talks. Yeah.
0: I like when he's like, "All right, all right, all right, all right, yeah. all right, all right, all right." <laughs> he's
1: like a nut, but I'm like I'm fluent in nut, so I get it. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right,
0: Lamone, no, yeah. no. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. I need some hash. I need hash. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I love what you're doing here. I love what you're, doing, yeah, here. I love but, what you're um, doing
0: here. What's the favorite Quentin Tarantino movie? If you had to only go with one, which would it be? I, I take it you've seen them all.
1: Yeah, probably Pulp Fiction. Yeah? That's just one that I can watch whenever, wherever. I mean, I love them all. I also love Reservoir Dogs. I love Inglorious Bastards. I love Jackie Brown. I, lo- I mean, they're all really great. Yeah, Pulp, Pulp is, is
0: one of the best, of, if not the best, yeah. of Quentin's
1: I like how he intertwines the characters from different movies. You know, like the Vega brothers. That's, that's the movie that I want to see is like, tell me about the Vega brothers. What's the Vega brothers? Well, cause you know, Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction and then in Reservoir Dogs, that's the other, what's, um, his name's, uh, it's. It's, Mr. Saw, Mr.
0: Pink, Mr. Brown. It's they're definitely all not like Mr. Pink, colors, but right. yeah,
1: yeah. But one of them, his last name is Vega, and I'm like, and he's like, "How's your brother, Vincent so Vega?" Right? Yeah. So that's his brother. He's Julius. Yeah. And what do they call it? They call it uh, Royale. Which?
0: Can you do any impressions? No. Are you good impression? you do any voices?
1: I any accents other
0: than being hardcore Mexican type.
1: I love doing southern accents sometimes. Those are my favourite. I'm also a really big fan of the British accent, but I haven't perfected it yet, so I've got to keep it going. You know I love saying? that.
0: I love the British accent. So would do you I. like a spot of tea? Yes,
1: yeah, and a little crumpet. Piece. I don't know the if this
0: podcast kind. would be the same, essentially, if we talked with the British accent. No, it's
1: so Two Mexicans.
0: Two British Mexicans. <laughs> we love the Browns. <laughs> the Browns and the Crumpets.
1: Yeah. Quite oh. splendid.
0: So um let's move on to another another topic here real sure. quick. The streaming platforms. Okay. Since you're talking about film and TV, yeah. well I'm going to bring in TV. You were talking about film but just in general. The streaming platforms Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon Prime. Which is your top platform that you stream from?
1: Uh it's a tie between Netflix and HBO Max.
0: For now, sure. What do you what's your top show on Netflix right now?
1: Oh dang. Okay. It's constantly shifting, but I would say if it were like a Netflix type show, I really love Grace and Frankie. Which oh, yes. <laughs> Jane Fonda, Jane Lily Tomlin. right, right, right. That's a
0: Netflix original. That's a Netflix yeah. original.
1: That's what I'm trying to think of too, It's yes. a Netflix original. Because I like that Netflix also has a lot of like the older shows that we grew true, up with. True, true. So that's why I stream a lot of stuff. But Netflix originals, I also really like uh, Jenny and Georgia. Um, it's Have little you seen a, show.
0: a, what is it? Dead to Me? with uh, no should with, I oh my god <laughs> with um Linda Cardellini oh no and, I gotta watch and that Christina Applegate
1: oh love Christina Applegate oh and
0: they're like it's a comedy but it's a dr- it's like a dramedy okay it's really I watched the entire first season when it came out in one night Oh I, I literally like I saw I saw it pop up and I was like you know what it's it's dead and then the number two me
1: okay got or it
0: you, might got be you. number it might just be dead to me like I'll look to. it up and
1: I'll add it it's, to my it, queue
0: it, there's two seasons so far but the first season when it came out I'm not even kidding you Kristen like I I, I, I saw the first episode they're only like 30 minutes a piece oh that's
1: the, that's yeah. dangerous territory right
0: because <laughs> you're like well I could watch one more because then that's really equals to one episode right. and a full hour I watched I stayed up till five in the morning <laughs> Then <laughs> I had to come to work at nine, and I was like, and I remember telling people, they're like, "Man, sketch, you look tired." And I'm like, "Yeah, I watched all of, <laughs> all Dead, of Dead to me. <laughs> me. I was like the walking billboard. Have you seen Dead to Me? You need to watch Dead to Me. I want a full report tomorrow. <laughs>
1: they owe you some royalties. I mean,
0: wow. They got yeah. some good
1: stuff on they Netflix. Do. You know? That
0: was one of my favorite yeah. Ozark.
1: I have just okay. So go. Ahead. I am not on the Ozark train. What? I don't think it's a terrible show. I enjoy it. I feel like for me, when I There are some shows where I can easily just binge and it draws me in like right away. And with Ozark, it's dark. It didn't happen. And it's weird because it's all the stuff that I would be into. Like, I got into Breaking Bad. I right. got into Inventing Anna or um, what's that? Like, uh, Maid, I well, think. Well, you,
0: you like Inventing Anna, which is uh, Julia Gardner, mm-hmm. right? She's in Ozark. That's well, what got her her that's, start.
1: That's how I knew. Cause everybody was like, oh, the girl from Ozark. Yeah, Ruth. So, Ruth, Ruth. Ruth Langmore. And I Let love her. Let me tell Ruth. you something. Marty
0: yeah. Byrne. Yeah. yeah she, she does like <laughs> this Byrne. hip, hip yeah. thing. And she does the Tennessee or the Ozark, yeah. Missouri. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something, Kristen Lamone, or whatever fruit last name you had. Yeah. It's great. I don't know shit about fuck. If you don't like anybody on that show, which I find it hard not to like Jason Bateman. Oh, I love him. Because- well, for one, he's a lefty like me. Okay. And I always I and I grew up watching him, Valerie's family. Like I remember watching him on Teen Wolf Two. Oh my god. Like he was in all these old eighties movies that I grew yeah. up to. And to see him still that's very few of those eighties actors that can keep that it going really kept it going. Yeah. Okay, so let's switch switch over to HBO Max. Have you seen Raised by Wolves?
1: No. Ooh-hee. I haven't. I just got really into Succession. That was my COVID see, show. I, have. I haven't seen that. And succession I want to get cra- into that. Rich people are crazy.
0: I'll compare that succession. Right, it's called Succession <laughs> yeah, HBO succession. Max. I'll compare that to Yellowstone. Love rich Yellowstone. Rich I love rich Yellowstone. people on Yellowstone. Yep. In crazy. Montana, I'm, yep. I just finished episode seven of, of the first season, and <sighs> this dude. I, see, I'm going to spoil it. Do I spoil it? Uh, it's old. It's it's this it's is been like now. Right, it's, it's been out for yeah. like four or five years. There's, they
1: already put. A, they're already talking about the new trailer for the new season. Okay,
0: well. I got to an episode where this got all this happens in let literally less than ten seconds. Two people fall off a cliff, right? <laughs> yeah, and a dude shoots a bear in the head. Like within seconds of each other, <laughs> yeah. and this is the the end. I'm like, oh my god, this is insane, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, this just happened back to back. It wasn't like a break. It was like no. two people, boom, boom, one boom. falls, <laughs> the other guy kills himself because he can't live without homegirl, yeah. and the way he pushes himself off the fucking he went was like, like yeah, and and then the guy turns around as a bear's kind. Of, yeah, boom. and I'm just like, yo. <laughs> Yo, I, I got to go do an interview. Yeah. On my heart, my blood pressure's up now. Yeah. I'm all. And I had to Google, was any bears actually it hurt <laughs> on Yellowstone? Yeah. And it, the first answer is all, fuck no. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Of course not. That show would be shut the it fuck would, down. It would. And I wouldn't watch. But that bear they shot, it, it looked real. It was crazy. Was that an
1: actor bear you think? It because was, it, lo- it reacted
0: to the gunshot. It had to
1: have been some type of animatronic type situation Oh, my thing. God. I don't know what it was. I got to get to the bottom of this. But it was pretty real. Looking. Yeah,
0: it ended right there, and then yeah. I had to come here. Oh. And I was just like, I was thinking about it all How the way you
1: focus? Here. Yeah, you I'm like, you what's going on with the bear, man? I know. Oh,
0: my God. Yellowstone right. is
1: great. Love Yellowstone. It's great. Okay. See, that was me with weeds, because I loved weeds in You college. got some weed on No. Oh, oh my <laughs> <laughs> I don't carry no team, it around. Like that, all. <laughs> uh, the show Weeds, yeah, and yeah. the first seasons were great, and then it just kind of got really freaking weird, but I was so invested in the characters. I, where watched I was like all of it. Me too. I was like, I don't know that I'm following this plot because it's weird and doesn't make sense, but I like... As a Love dude. Love Nancy Botwin yeah, and, that's her and her name. Shiloh that's, B- What's her
0: real name? Nick. In real life? Yeah,
1: I oh, I forgot. Big brown eyes. Parker, something Parker? Yeah, something.
0: And yeah. I remember when I first saw her and I was just like, well, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Like, <laughs> I don't need, even if it sucks, I don't care. Like, people are like, eh, shows, I was like, I don't care. I could watch it on mute. Yeah. It's, she's fantastic. Yeah. And she's, and it's a good story.
1: It started Kevin off Neyland's really in great. it. Yes, he's you know, hilarious.
0: Yes. And the, even the song.
1: Little yeah, little boxes, boxes on little the hillside. Little boxes, <laughs> yeah. um, They're doctors and, and lawyers. You know and it? Business executives, My and they all live in boxes and they all come just the same or something like that.
0: Oh, I'm going to play the song behind you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so let's get to Halloween. Okay. Halloween is approaching yes. very quickly. Yes. It's going to be here. Like, by the time you're listening to this podcast, Halloween blink. have already yeah. passed, and now it's Christmas. I know. Um, what's your scariest movie of all time? I've asked this Ugh. to some of the Conway crew. Um, scary? It does. There's no right or wrong answer yeah. here. It's just, to you, I have mine. What's yours? What's your favorite scary movie?
1: I think I have two, mm-hmm. and like... Scariest that will freak me out. Even as a
0: youth. We're talking to you as a youth. Yes. Young Lamone. That yeah. literally kept oh, you up.
1: Young Lamone. Yeah. The idea of the exorcist but never actually saw it because I had a teacher in high school who was a nun who freaked me the hell out about um like demons and yeah. exorcisms and stuff mm. that I was like if I watch this movie a demon is going to think that I'm allowing them totally. to like overtake I, me here. and I was like nope nope yep. nope hard nope I'm not watching it so I would I would even give it to that because it was so scary that I didn't even want to watch
0: So it. you haven't seen any of The exorcists no. I saw the first one as a kid, and then I saw the director's cut no. years later, Mm-mm. and the director's cut was even crazier. Oh, uh, no. I can't I mean, do that. I just, I don't understand. No. I, I can't. Did you do
1: that? Uh, do it again. In time. No, no. In
0: time. Then as a kid, Poltergeist, the first one. Oh, never the, saw that. That's, that's a Steven Spielberg movie. Oh
1: yeah, I've heard of it, but I just haven't seen it. It's an old eighties movie. Yeah,
0: it's now probably wouldn't really scare you, but there is one, maybe two scenes in there that really got me, and that one was the clown, this dummy clown that this kid had in the room. But the clown looked crazy normally. <laughs> yeah. It just looked crazy. All clowns Why look do you crazy. want to have a clown that looked crazy sitting in a chair?
1: Porcelain dolls either. Get them out of None here. None of that. I don't want any
0: of that. And it, you know, it just, I don't want spoiler alert, but like it, it comes to life. You <laughs> yeah. know what It starts choking the kid out. Oh. And like it's under the bed, and the way it pops up, it was, I mean, t- even now I'm getting chills. Yeah. Even now. <laughs> Moving on, Kristen Lamone. Special guest, Kristen Lamone, joining me on the Sketch-O-Matic Show podcast. I would like to say if you're just joining us, but obviously not, because you've been playing this since the, <laughs> the beginning. But that's my radio DNA at work. <laughs> um, since you do the night show at Alt 98.7, what's your what's your exact time shift
1: on? 7 p.m. to midnight.
0: Does it get weirder by the hour, or are Alt listeners kind of somewhat neutral about their, their weirdness?
1: I have to say that I get the creepy DMs all the time. Ah. That's what I so get. Then,
0: then instead of creepy callers, it's definitely evolved into DMs now from people who follow you but you don't follow that you don't know them I don't them. follow them but right. they,
1: listen, they listen you know right. and they'll like That's
0: even worse. I would yeah. almost take the callers over the DMs. Oh,
1: I will too because I have people that will DM me every single day. All right.
0: What are the creepy DMs? Can we get into they're, the details? Yeah, I mean, what do we have? I not mean, not do we have d pics Are people no, sending you d pics? No god. And if okay. there
1: is a photo you can't like you have to tap it to preview and I just right. won't. I'll just delete it's all, you don't want to don't, don't want to look at it. I this. don't need to see that.
0: Unbelievable men yeah. still do that. It's just it makes me ashamed to be a man.
1: I mean even the
0: creepy DMs, even if it's not a D pick, it's yeah. just, it's just, it's never worked. Like, I've never, never, I've worked. never, it's like cat calling out to some female yeah. on the street. I've never seen a woman go, okay. Yeah. You know, it's never happened. In the history of, of men, of women and men yeah. on this planet, not one time did I ever see my creepy old uncle go, oh, hey, what's up, baby? You got a nice head. And she was like, oh, do you want to go to dinner? Yeah. Never happened. <laughs> never
1: happened. It does not work. Right? I will say my fiance is really good at making jokes out of it. I'll be like, oh, somebody asked if I want to be a sugar baby and they'll pay me 500 a week. And he was like, hit him back and say yes, we need yeah. groceries. Well,
0: I'd have to <laughs> I'd definitely have to take a side with fiance. I mean, that's extra income right there and what do you have to do just well, have, send them pictures of your feet that's not i you know, know that i'll do i'm like can i sign
1: up do an only i
0: mean you probably could if i was i mean only let's talk about only fans really quick <laughs> only fans wow this it was it invented by a woman because i feel like women are dominating they're dominating like casinos they
1: really are when i see the houses that these Cars. like women are in and like this insanely or what looks like anyway a luxurious life that they live based on only fans i'm like damn yeah. dude what did i do wrong what corner did it's i not, not turn it it's down so, it's you didn't like, do
0: anything wrong it's like are you willing and this brings me to another quick topic and we're gonna wrap yeah, it up after yeah, this okay yeah. but i wanted to talk about sacrifices Like, you have, obviously, and I didn't even really have to ask, because you you essentially started off by saying how you got into medicine, you didn't feel that, you got really far into it, you would have been Dr. Lamone in some degree or another, but you decided to go into film, so you sacrificed that, right? Then you sacrificed the film thing, because, well you got shit faced and it turned into a job <laughs> on did. the radio. Yeah. I mean, let's just face the That's facts really here. What it was right? I mean, but how beautiful <laughs> is that all these sacrifices that you made, right? Even though maybe you really didn't want to. Yeah. You didn't want to pursue the medicine thing. You wanted to pursue something else. So, yeah. But still, you sacrificed a sure thing, pretty much sure thing because yeah. you had gotten so deep into it. Yeah. You took the training wheels off. Yeah. You got your degree, and then and then you you got into radio and and then kind of a miraculous accident happens where you you kind of black out, you fall asleep on a sofa. It turns into a whole on air event, which I know a lot about where yeah. you do something crazy and then it turns into something else. It. And then that turns into, it's like it, it, it snowballs. snowballs. Exactly. Yeah. Any sacrifice you really felt like you had to make on the way up to where you are now? Oh,
1: I made a ton of sacrifices yeah. and I feel like that's what doesn't end. And that's what maybe a lot of radio people don't share, or right. maybe radio people who came into it, like, you know, a little later on in the game. Um, I still make sacrifices, like a ton, Mm. especially when I first started out. Like there was a lot of family... Um, weekend getaways that I didn't go to because I had to work on the weekends. Yeah. There's a lot You're of- a weekender, ho- right? Yeah, there was a lot of holidays that I couldn't participate in. Mm. You know, Christmas morning, when my family's all waking up, opening presents, I'm at the station playing Katy Perry. And- They didn't let
0: you voice track it. it had well, had to be that,
1: I was just a board up at the oh, time too, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and it was part time and I got paid peanuts and I had rent to pay because I've always been I've just always been very insanely independent and I don't like asking for help, which is like my toxic trait, one of them. And so even when I moved out at a young age at 22, like that's all my checks, my first checks from radio. I didn't spend a cent other than gas because I was commuting from San Dimas all the way to like mid city, which is a trek and a half and for mornings. So meaning I had to wake up at 345 in the morning just to like get ready eat something and get in the car and with LA traffic get there by six. Like that's the time I had to wake up in order to get to work by six. And then that drive back and then you're not making nothing and everything's going to gas or insurance or whatever. Could you
0: imagine if gas prices were there? Oh, I wouldn't be able to to afford to be in radio. No way. No. No way. Um,
1: So yeah, there was a lot of missed events. I've missed girlfriends bachelorette parties because I couldn't afford to go. Well, let me quickly
0: say this because I know you got to get going and I don't want to hold you on too long. I could talk to you for another 17 hours. I know for real. Talk radio shop with you all day and, and radio history, but I want to come to the whole sacrifices I, and the whole OnlyFans thing and the yeah. the, con- the the connection I want to make is I feel like you could make a shit ton of money off there, Kristen Lamone. You could do it, but it comes down to are you willing to sacrifice like your I guess is it dignity. You know what I mean? What is it? Because these women are sacrificing something I hear in what you're order saying. to gain this. Because there's never, right. it's never, there's always a consequence, always a payoff, always something.
1: I don't even know to them that they see it as sacrifice. Right. I think they're just so willing for the cash flow that they don't mind. Right. And like for me, I mean, it's not even, it's not dignity or it's not integrity. Right. It's the entitlement that people um, who are viewing this stuff feel like they have when it comes to access to you. Right. I don't appreciate that they think they can just hit you up whenever. Like they own you. That they own you. Yeah. Hey, I paid for you. Let me right. get you this. Like, right. you do not fucking own me. Fall back, my G. Like, no, don't. I need like, a clap behind happen. that. <laughs> <laughs> I held it out my hands. <laughs> I was like, don't clap,
0: don't clap. Don't do it. <laughs> she was restraining.
1: <laughs> I was. Um, but yeah, it's just the fact that people think that they are so entitled and that if they say jump, you have to say high. I
0: hard. hate entitled and people. And
1: I don't like that.
0: LA's filled with them too. Yeah. If I was a female, I probably would end up not doing it I always sometimes I, w- I wish I was a female so I could do stuff like that yeah you know what I mean but then I'm like you probably wouldn't do it anyway you, yeah you'd be like nah fuck that I don't want a bunch of weirdos hitting me yeah. up Yeah.
1: I mean dude do I fantasize about like how much money could I actually bet sure the thought crosses my mind it's fun to flirt but I'm not ever actually going to pull the trigger and do it yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like mm, good it's, on it's you. it's good to
0: fantasize yeah. like even women would fantasize about being like an exotic you now, like a stripper you know oh, what I, I mean? wish so, I had the confidence. Right. I, I wish I confidence. had the confidence. Well, you just put I'm on just, those eight-inch heels. You will have the I, confidence. I'll trip
1: and fall. <laughs> you it's already have awful. the nails. The yeah. nails are on point. Yeah. Not
0: saying your nails are stripper. I'm just saying they're really pretty. That's <laughs> could all. go with it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry. That could have gone it really adds. bad. Uh, <laughs> quick disclaimer right there. Um, Okay, well, this has gone long enough. I want to talk to you more, Kristen Lamone. Thank you so much for being here with me on episode five of the Sketch-O-Matic Show podcast. And I'm going to let you go do your radio show because you have to prep and do all these and talk to uh, a bunch of creepy guys on your DMs offering to be your sugar daddy. I got to respond. And oh, by the way, really quick, I'd be remiss if I didn't say happy belated birthday. I wanted to tell you that uh, as we put out this podcast. I know you just celebrated your birthday. Did you do anything cool?
1: You know, I kept it very low. Low key this yeah. year.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a new trend, low key B days. Yeah.
1: It's kinda of nice though too. You're not too. doing
0: the whole birthday month, you're over that.
1: I never did the birthday <laughs> month thing. I never did, honestly. Um, I would always just if anything have like one big thing if it was like a monumental birthday. Right. But other than that, it was always just like dinner or barbecue with the fam. And hung
0: out with the fiance. You yeah. said fiancé so you recently engaged. When yes. is when does the big day happen?
1: Hopefully April twenty twenty three, but Ooh. getting some venues to respond is almost like pulling teeth, and I'm like, Okay, is this a red flag? Do I need to drop this dream? Like do I go somewhere else? So, because I'm leaning towards Mexico, Valle de Guadalupe, Ooh. like wine country. Um, and I love so, how you speak
0: fluent Spanish we never even oh were know, able we get into that, into that too <laughs> oh my god and, but so you got and, get, and you're getting married on 4-20-23 imagine is that what <laughs> but that's the date April 20th April just April
1: 2023 yeah. oh Year 2023. I see yes, I, yes, see. I yes. was like what that's Yeah, no that so does sound dope. like the date though Yeah, but yeah sometime in April Um, apparently the best time or the best weather in that area is in April
0: and what area is that again
1: Valle de Guadalupe
0: and and what's your uh, what's your fiance's name let's shout him <laughs> his out
1: his name is Vincent Kinslow.
0: Oh, Vincent. I thought yeah. he was gonna have like a really Mexican long so, name.
1: So, <laughs> his biologically, his last name is Hernandez, or he comes from Hernandez, but his dad was adopted by his mom's husband. So, he went from being Dennis Hernandez to Dennis Kinslow. And so, thus, Vince is now Vince Kinslow. Nice. Yeah.
0: Very eloquently said (laughs) with with the use of thus in it. (laughs) Nobody uses thus in it. Oh, I love thus. Or hence.
1: Oh, hence. I love hence. I like hence also. I'm
0: bringing hence back. Underrated. I'm just saying. (laughs) Kristen Lamone, thank you so much and happy belated birthday and congratulations.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Fun times. We've got there to do a part two. Is.
0: Yes, we should. Come back soon.
1: Oh, good for you. And how was it? The sketch show. Hey, too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, essay. Okay, bye. What?